0: Today on We Here, Ryan Seacrest has split from his on-again, off-again girlfriend and is already rebounding with a new woman. We'll talk to Kanye West's former bodyguard about life with Yeezy, and there's a luxury rooftop pool in New York that'll make you take a rapid COVID test before entering. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my God. We're on page six. Yeah. Uh
1: No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page Six would have a field day.
0: Hey there, I'm Maggie Coghlan.
1: And I'm Ian Moore. Welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear
0: all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story.
1: The story behind the story today is that Ryan Seacrest has surfaced with a new woman.
0: I guess he has found a new way to decompress from all the stress of hosting every single show on television.
1: Maybe decompressing by doing some compressing oh. of <laughs> bodies. Oh, God. Delete.
0: Okay. So we know he was on again, off again with Shayna Taylor, who I think they had like an eight-year span, and they had dated in three – they had like three relationships within this eight-year span.
1: Yeah. That happens to me all the time, but I have like three relationships just within one year. You're night. a
0: Gemini. It makes sense. Multiple personalities.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So – Ryan Seacrest and Shayna Taylor are done. He certainly seems to have a type, Maggie, because the um, this new mystery woman who he's been seen with in Cabo. Everyone's canoodling in Cabo, by the way. We've got, you know, it's funny. Like, I guess if you're by the pool, you look over and you see Timotei Chalamet and Aiza Gonzalez. Uh making out. And then you just pan over a few feet away, just maybe six feet because it's social distancing. And then there's Ryan Seacrest and this this other woman. But Ryan Seacrest has released a statement about his breakup with Shayna saying, Ryan and Shayna decided to end their romantic relationship amicably some time ago. They remain good friends, each other's biggest supporters, and will always cherish her time together as a couple. Gag me. man. Okay, so as
0: recently as May, Seacrest was wishing Shana a happy anniversary during Live with Kelly and Ryan. And this, I think, is a little strange. He said, you know, when we drive by an amusement park, I always look at the roller coaster and go, look, there we are.
1: (laughs) Wow. I mean, I guess it's better than thinking of her when they pass the water slide. (laughs) I don't know what that means. <laughs>
0: anyway, back to Shayna. Okay, so secrets.
1: Or, or if he said every time I see that sign that says you must be this tall to ride this ride, <laughs> I don't know her height.
0: Okay, so back in May, she did a little quarantine promoting of a brand, Bottle and Stone, which is CBD. And she gave an interview to one of our reporters, Chelsea Hirsch, about using CBD in salad dressing. And I swear to God, it's one of the funniest page six stories we've ever done. She's talking about like hosting dinner parties. And she says, what's funny is you would think this is like such a basic thing. I love making fancy salads because I feel like people, they get bored with the salad. They're like, oh, a salad? And I make these incredible herb-filled, chopped, like finely chopped salads. And that dressings are the easiest thing to put CBD into. So this woman had a lot to say about salad at the height of a global pandemic, which makes me question what was really going on behind the scenes in her
1: life. It's hilarious. You're like, like, you know, I met her and we just, we really hit it off. I mean, we talked about salads and... I'm coasters. just. I'm waiting for her um, memoir
0: about her romance with Seacrest, which she will inevitably call "Salad Days: My Life with Ryan Seacrest."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you know what it would be called? Seacrest and Watercress.
0: I like salad as much as the next person, but I don't know if I could launch a brand off of it. You know.
1: So the one thing about their their breakup statement that I like too is that it says, and, and as you mentioned, they back in way back in May, which is you know last month. <laughs> or I guess, um, you know, they, there was the anniversary thing and the, but, but I like that um, the one thing you always have to say in the statement, especially when your client has been seen by a pool with another tall blonde in a bikini, you always have to throw in that they decided in their romantic relationship amicably some time mm. ago are like, because you don't want it to look like there was any overlap yeah. ever of these r- yep. relationships, alleged relationships. And some time ago, that's a great one. Cause they're like, well, we can't say, or well, what could we say? I mean, it was, you know, like, what is some, some time ago, some time ago, that could be an, that could be a couple hours. It could be months, it could be years. You never know. It's some time ago. Gives a lot of leeway. I mean, you know. Um, so what was he doing with this woman by the pool? They they there was no actual canoodling, I should say. It was just sort of poolside lounging together in bathing suits.
0: I think you said it all.
1: Um now the the good news though, and one thing one reason this story makes me really happy, and that's great advice about the salad, Maggie. Thanks. Um
0: finely chopped. I mean, she is she is a chef. I have a,
1: Finally shopped. Oh, she's a chef. And she
0: had been. It's a little murky.
1: She's she was a chef some time some ago. Some time
0: ago, she re- they remain chefs. That's the statement here.
1: They remain alleged chefs from some time ago. So, this is good news though for Ryan Seacrest. And I think we need to be happy about this story because just some time ago, not that long ago. There were concerns about his health, and he had the the last statement he had to release said, "I didn't have a stroke on the air." Um, remember, he was hosting American Idol virtually, and he seemed to be kind of slurring his words, and one of his eyes looked kind of mm-hmm. droopy, and there were some concerns about his health from fans online, and there was some momentum going on in the Twitter sphere that he might have suffered a stroke or some palsy situation. And it got to be so widely spread that his rep did release a statement about, you know, he didn't suffer a stroke. He's just, he's just exhausted, right? Because Ryan Seacrest is the hardest working man in show business. And then he even took a few days off after that from live with Kelly and Ryan. And there were reports that he actually wants to move back to LA um, as part of a decision to be kind of healthier, that he's been burning the candle at both ends. So I think nothing helps, you know, kind of revive and refresh than hanging out in Cabo. Yeah,
0: I, and now that I'm looking at these with
1: your allegedly new now girlfriend, that I'm looking at
0: these photos a little closer, there is some handholding going on.
1: Yeah, she's is? wearing
0: a Fendi bucket hat oh. and sunglasses. He's kind oh. of just splayed out there
1: uh, uh wow maggie this is great it's like the age of innocence <laughs> where like the batting of an eyelash across a room you know speaks volumes i like that you're going in and forensically yeah. there's a grazing of flesh <laughs> i'd love to try that salad maybe we I should mean, whip it up hey and he,
0: see. seacrest himself even shared a recipe for his uh family's caesar salad which i didn't know was some kind of trade secret as it appears on every menu at
1: every restaurant i also love how how cbd is just an ingredient in in everything it's it's edible you put it on your face you spray it it's a, you know it's
0: like if you are marginally famous and you don't have a cbd line you might have to take a long hard look in the mirror and say why not why have i not been approached to start a cbd line everybody seems to have one totally today we're joined by steve Stanulis actor director and kanye west former bodyguard
2: <laughs> that's some combination huh
1: yeah <laughs> welcome and former cop and and actually you you've haven't just been a bodyguard for for Kanye West, right? You have you've been a bodyguard for a number of celebrities in the past and important people.
2: Yeah, um, again, it's funny because when I hear bodyguard, I cringe because um, when I hear the word bodyguard, I think of somebody who's about six foot five, three hundred pounds. Um, <laughs> what happened was when I was in back in like ninety nine, when I was uh, working as a, a, in my NYPD, I, I ended up working with DiCaprio, um, Leo, um, and that's when, you know, that was Titanic years and that's when we we're going out all the time and um, it was a different type of security because it was it was more like I was one of the guys. Mm. And it, it was like, you know, whatever they did, I did, and it looked like I was part of the group, which I became actually. But if somebody came and was annoying, I always had my shield and my gun. <laughs> I could say, Listen, bro, uh, can you give us a little space? And that it was always respected. Um, and again, I I stopped doing that from 99 all the way to 2016, uh, when I broke into this other crazy business and, uh, I happened to, my wife was pregnant, um, and I was between gigs and I, I was asked if I wanted to work, uh, with Kanye, um, for fashion week. And, um, I, you know, I knew nothing, I'm you know, not a big, it's not that I'm not a fan of his or whatever. I'm just not, I wasn't familiar with him. Um, but I took the gig and I, and I ended up working a, a week with them. Um, and then I got, believe it or not, which a lot of people don't realize is I got called back a second time and I kind of came back a little bit reluctantly, but I came back, uh, for fashion week and, um that's when, you know, everything went a little bit sideways. So, uh, that, that's, that, that's the story. So it wasn't like, you know, people, it looks like I don't want people to think I was a career security bodyguard. I mean, I did work for a lot of cool people, um, never had really issues with anyone, um, nor the first time I actually was call I was the only guy called back, uh, to work with that team again, meaning the Kanye team, um, back in 2016. Uh, of everybody that was hired, I was the only guy that came back.
1: And how was Kanye, working for Kanye, different than what you had done before? You mentioned with Leo, it sounded like you were kind of one of the crew, but then you were also protecting him. How was the Kanye thing different?
2: Sure. Again, it it was something that um, there's no wrong way or right way. You know, I've said this before. I mean, that was the way I was used to. And that's the only way I really would have continued to do it. Right. Uh, and again, it was a big span of time between when I worked with with, with all of them, meaning DiCaprio, uh, Toby, and you know, McGuire, all of them. And fast forward to 2016. Again, it was just when you work security, and I've said this before. You know, I'm being quoted on a lot of the stuff I've said already in the past. You know, I'm not looking to be your best friend, but there should be a mutual respect because again, God forbid something happens, <laughs> who are you going to look to? Uh, me, there should always be a mutual respect for the guy that you know. If the excuse my language, was just shit's gonna hit the fan, you're I'm the guy that you're gonna look for. <laughs> so, so, uh, so. With that being said, I, I, again, it's not the wrong way or the right way. Or I'm not saying uh, the way it worked with when I was with him was any different than when I worked with DiCaprio. Everybody, I mean, different strokes. It's just I wasn't used to that sp- specific way of doing things.
1: And speaking of the shit hitting the fan, it's kind of hitting again now, right? Because (laughs) you had gone on another podcast and and you mentioned some of your experiences with Kanye and then you ended up getting, I guess, a cease and desist letter um, we've reported that was from Kanye, but also signed by Kim Kardashian for some reason. As far as I understand it, they're saying that you had signed a confidentiality agreement back then. That you've broken, but now you're fighting back against this, right? And you're saying you didn't sign a confidentiality agreement, and you're you're willing to take them on. So I guess no lawsuits have been filed, but they've said the cease and desist, and now you've also fired back legally at them, right? I mean, so so what's up with this this situation now where you are now with them?
2: That sounds like it sounds like a a soap opera itself, right there, right? Um, (laughs) That's and why so it's, great for it's us. funny because what 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 happened had you know that 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 this happened back in 2016. So let's preface by saying I've since gone on. We've done about you know directed, acted, you know produced about six or seven films. All all doing really well, thank God. Um, and I've made sure those names and my and my name have been separated, mm-hmm. so it kind of went away. Um, I went on. Uh, the really famous podcast to promote the new film that's on right now, Fifth Borough, which is, by the way, trending in the top two on demand. Um, and that's what the interview was for. And when I was asked about it, you know, being Kanye, I regurgitated some stories that were, you know, from four years ago that were already told. So I didn't think anything of it. I guess it was a slow week in the media and everything went crazy again. And then all of a sudden I got hit with this cease and desist, uh, you know, and they threatened to su- I've been threatened to be sued back in 2016 for $30 million. Again, <laughs> it's not like I didn't want to, I, I I was trying to be cute and we didn't sign, the seat, you know, and I was laughing we, that we weren't going to sign it or I refused to sign it. I had put a team together in New York and we just never were presented with one. to sign so none of us signed one it wasn't like I, you know or it wasn't like i had a a motive and again i'm not gonna sign this we just never got presented with one when they refused to pay me back then and i did you you know i went the the whole media storm started that i supposedly hit on kim and this blah 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 blah, and a former chippendale hits on all that nonsense um I said, all they got to do is pay me, and I'll, you'll never hear those words come out of my mouth again. While this was happening, I had got text messages from the head of security asking me to backdate a basically a confident, you know, a, a non disclosure confidentiality agreement. I'm like, why, why would I backdate something? I was like putting my head in a guillotine. So like, we still have all those texts, you know, asking me to backdate my signature. So, so, Again, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my signature appeared back in 2016. Again, I didn't care. I wanted to get away from all this, and I almost—I'm back in the same situation because I, I shouldn't—I should have not taken the bait on the on that podcast. <laughs> should just uh, just said, you know, um, I rather, you know, I rather, you know, not discuss that, and I was—I wouldn't be here. The one thing I learned from him is he's so diligent and works so hard that. I had, to, I said to myself, I I got to get better, because <laughs> this guy here's where he is, and he, he and he grinds every single day, so I gave him nothing but props and respect. But the thing is, I you know, every everybody, if you look on my, on a Google feed and look up Kanye West, there's a lot of people saying a lot of different things, bad and good about Kanye West on an everyday basis, and then every time I mention a name, I'm getting hit with a ten million dollar lawsuit. I mean, it's it's silly. So you mentioned your film before Fifth mm-hmm. Borough. Tara mm-hmm. Rita's in that, right? Yeah, I mean we have a great cast. I mean Tara, Tara um, did an amazing job. I mean she actually was way out of the you know way out of the box that you would think of. It was well in Sharknado. Um, she uh, she played an NYPD sergeant uh, whose daughter has cancer. Um, it's 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 a really different serious role, and she knocked it out of the park. And James Russo is in it. Uh, Federico Castelluccio from The Sopranos. Um, Constantine Marullis, Lilo Brancato, um Sean Young, uh, Al Sapienza. It's a, it's, it's a who's who. It's a great New York independent cast. And, uh, you know, we found out today, it's funny because Staten Island out of nowhere, you know, but we had Fifth Borough come out. You had Impractical Jokers, we were Staten Island guys. Uh, and the king of Staten Island just came out with mm-hmm. Pete Davidson. And um, we just found out that we're actually – been trending higher and beating Pete Davidson's film, which, again, is is, is really um, flattering and honoring and humbling to, to, to see that we're actually uh, trending higher than that film because we had a you know, much lower budget. Um, but the film is a totally different film in a different genre, but everybody did an amazing job. I mean, if, if you go on IMDb, you'll see it was a real amazing cast, and everybody, everybody really, really brought it. And it won a couple festivals that we did, and now it's uh, you know Redbox, and now we go to Netflix.
1: By the way, you know you mentioned something, and we didn't say it in your bio at the top of the show because you've done so many different things. But you you mentioned Chippendales. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I so you that one. You were a cop turned Chippendales dancer. Well, it's actually it was actually reversed, but but oh, yes, okay. a, so Actually, can you tell, what tell happened was about that where that factors into geez. your resume.
2: <laughs> that's that's some resume, huh? Um, no, it's just, again, my, I was always into working out as a kid. And, uh, you know, uh, my first day of college, um, I just – very first class, I just sat next to somebody. And we started talking. He's like, um, I got to go to work tonight. I'm like, oh, what do you do? And he's like, I work at Chipperdales. I'm like, no, no way. He's like, why? You'd want to come? I go – yeah, I'd love to check it out. So anyway, we, I go and, you know, I'm watching this guy basically jump on every – you know, hump every girl. Uh, they give them, you know, tucking money down his G-string and saying thank you. And I'm like, this is like the fucking greatest job of all time. This is like <laughs> <laughs> this is like the closest thing to being a rock star without being a rock star. You know what I mean? And it's funny now because I, we, we tell people Steve Savage, you're like, no way. Get out of here. But yeah, so that was another thing they had wrong. They had it that I was a dancer. I'm sorry, a cop. Then I became a dancer. It was reversed. Ah. I was, I was you know, it got a job I took out of college. And then, you know, I got called by the police department. That, that's kind of how it worked. Right.
1: You need to make a movie of your own life.
0: Yeah, like Magic uh, Mike did pretty well. Why should yeah,
2: not have it? Well, again, you know, it, was a cool, it was a cool book. We did a, a book that they want me to turn into a film. Uh, it's called Sex in the Shield, which, which is like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey meets Magic Mike. But I, I've already been approached to do all these crazy things. Who knows? <laughs> you, never, you never know. Well, thank
1: well, you so much for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I, I, I that is right. really hope you come back and it's not your final ever podcast interview, but thank no, you. Well, for
2: this one kicks ass. This fifth round. When we come out on, with the next film in September, we won't even go in the names right now, but the names will be interesting enough that, uh, that you, you, you know, we'll, we'll be talking again. I promise you.
0: What do you get when you cross a nightclub with an urgent care clinic?
1: Um, I don't know, it like a towel that's opening in a city MD. Mm,
0: close. You get Profundo, the rooftop pool and lounge at the Ravel Hotel in Long Island City, which is now making sure their guests are safe by forcing them to take a rapid COVID test before entering.
1: So wait, so you get online, you're at the Velvet Rope, and then behind the Velvet Rope instead of a bouncer there is someone, there is a medical professional in full PPE.
0: That's exactly what's happening here, Ian. There's a nasal swab waiting for you should you want to
1: get to the rooftop pool. So so there were all these reports during the lockdown that uh, in page six, and, and then other places picked up on it too, but I think we were the first to report about it, that there were kind of underground clubs and restaurants operating during the lockdown that were ignoring the social distancing mandates and people were just partying and going crazy so now though that we're in a new phase i guess you can go out and do you think this will be a new thing like if you go out to nightclubs and you're staying like it used to be that to get in you had to look cute And now to get in, you have to pass a medical test.
0: Well, I can imagine that at some point, people will have to prove that they don't have coronavirus. And I don't know if that will be they're showing documentation from a medical office or if they're getting tested on the spot. Because here, this whole procedure takes 20 minutes and there's paperwork testing and results. And I don't know. I don't know if you would feel comfortable getting swabbed at a hotel or a rooftop pool or outside of a restaurant. You know what I mean?
1: Well, in this case, they will actually, if you want, so it's mandatory to get the 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 rapid COVID test, as you said. But apparently you can also choose to get the antibody test right there mm-hmm. if you want. That's a that's a service provided uh, to you. But
0: I, you know, is there a charge? Do you have to have a copay? Is this free?
1: It poses a lot of questions. Yeah, it's like, what is your primary care?
0: (laughs) It's like, excuse me, um, I have you down as the Dream Hotel, and
1: you're here trying to get in. Right. Oh, yeah, that would be funny. Well, I was thinking this job. If I were a bouncer, I'd be psyched with this new these new guidelines because remember, in the past, to keep people out of a nightclub, there was only one thing: private party. Now you're now you're like COVID lockdown, like you can't come in, hazmat, beep boo, beep boo, beep <laughs> Um so would you go out I have to admit, nothing would kill my my going out mood more than rocking up to the club and getting the COVID test. I just, it would freak me out, right? You're like online and you're all getting like swiped. And what if the person in front of you fails?
2: Uh, And you're like, we were just standing
1: outside the club. I was just like chatting with these people and we were all like, oh yeah. The last
0: thing I would like to order right now is coronavirus soup. So you will not catch me in any kind of pool with other people for a long time.
1: Uh, Although supposedly pools are okay, I think you you wouldn't get it from a pool, but maybe you're right like a public pool in a neighborhood. Invite me club. to a
0: private pool with a small group of people who have been socially distancing properly and taking this serious, and maybe I'll come dip my toes in the water. But I don't need to be scantily clad around people I don't know who might have coronavirus.
1: I feel like at a lot of nightclubs, there could also be a thing where they're like, you know, they test the 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 corona, they do the coronavirus test, the swab, and they pull it out and it's just like encrusted with <laughs> cocaine.
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Well, that's it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Zaraa Williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your questions and any ideas you have for the show. Please send us an email at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest Weezer episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And don't forget to leave us a review. We will be back tomorrow with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.